Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's happening, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Could not do it without you. Truly do value and appreciate that. Okay, if you're just joining us, here's what we got cooking right now. Got a little challenge for you this evening, okay? Major college basketball games, Clemson, North Carolina, Ole Miss, South Carolina. Major, major basketball games coming your way tonight What's on the line? Well, South Carolina continues to solidify their spot in the tournament. They've got an Ole Miss team who's among the last four teams in. Would you believe that Ole Miss and South Carolina, those two teams, like who basically don't care about basketball, or at least that's what we thought up until this year, right? They're a combined 37 and 7. (laughs) What? Um, South Carolina is 19 and 3. Ole Miss is 18 and 4. When did that happen? Clemson, on the other hand, shooting just 30% from three in ACC play. They're giving up, Clemson is, offensive rebounds on 44% of their opponents' missed shots. They have also lost, Clemson has, uh, seven of their last 12 games and six of their last nine. So what are we doing here on offsides? We are giving you a chance to become a sports talk show host in this month, okay? Here's what I need you to do. Text us your scores for tonight's game. That's it. For your scores for tonight's games, I should say, plural. Clemson and North Carolina, what's your score? Ole Miss and South Carolina, what's your score? This is getting you guys to be honest because we're putting something on the line that you want to win. You win, you get to host a segment of this show customized intro for you it'll come your way this month you'll have your own segment we'll give you a call the music will come up it'll say you're listening to offsides with your name and then you'll rock and roll with uh with your own segments right here we need your scores now how do you win if you have if you nail one score dead on either score if you're dead on this is much easier to do in basketball than it is in football much easier look at the scores north carolina scores in the 80s a lot of the time south carolina scores in the low 70s a lot of the time i said north carolina 80 clemson 69 
I said South Carolina 72, Ole Miss 66. Like 72 is the median score. It's the most. It's also the most common score for the Gamecocks this year. So you rock with that. All you got to do is get one score right. The first person to text in one score that is dead on hosts a segment of this show this month. All right, we need both games, though, guys. We need both games. UNC, Chris, I see you have North Carolina Clemson. Give us Ole Miss and South Carolina as well. Right now, Ole Miss, a projected 10 seed, one of the last four in. Uh, I'm sorry, one of the last four buys, Ole Miss, uh, a 10 seed. My Florida Gators, an 11 seed, one of the last four teams in my Gators are. Uh, SEC's got a lot of bubble teams, man. A&M is another one, one of the last four buys into the tournament. And then, how about it? You got South Carolina is a six. How do you feel, Gamecock fans, when the March Madness watch per ESPN.com says you're a team that should be in? You're not a lock, but you're no longer in the work left to do category either. You're in the should be in category. You can be a lock you can be a should-be-in, or you can be a work-left-to-do. And then there are those teams that are, are not on any list that have already been eliminated. Okay, but uh, wow. Gamecocks are on the second-best list. Gamecocks are on the same list that Duke is on right now. Should-be-in. Clemson, meanwhile, has seen their seed dip from a 2 to a 3 to a 4 to a 5 to a 6 to a 7 to an 8. If this game is not competitive tonight... Brad Brownell descent, I think, reaches a fever pitch. If this game is a Clemson win tonight, I think you punch your ticket to the dance and you don't need to worry about anything else the rest of the season. Firmly and completely believe that. And you should believe me on this. North Carolina, number three in both polls. South Carolina, number 15 in the AP, number 20 in the coaches. Um, and neither Clemson nor Florida have a single vote in the top 25. If you are a Gamecock fan, riddle me this question. What is Lamont Paris's secret sauce? What's he doing? You know, Chris Phillips told us earlier in the week that uh, South Carolina's invested in NIL for basketball and it's paid dividends. Okay, cool. But... Also, they've hit on guys in the portal. It's one thing to take on a guy in the portal. Like Lamont Paris is batting a 1,000 in terms of who he's taking on. But then, like, what is it about him and what he's doing that has really created what sure, sure as hell seems to be a special season right now for the Gamecocks, man? And on the Clemson side, guys, look, it feels like, I'm now willing to admit this, it feels like the wheels are beginning to come off. It's nice that no matter what happens tonight, it doesn't really hurt you. You're not expected to go to Clemson, uh, go to UNC, Chapel Hill, and win this game. You know, no one thinks that's going to happen tonight. But, yeah, and you have a little room for error. 11 seeds are the last at-large bids. They do the play-in games. Right now, my Gators are in a play-in game. You are an eight seed. So while you have slid, I don't know. You know, there's, there's still, you know, you still have, you know, maybe three consecutive losses would knock you out of the tournament. Each loss maybe knocks you down a peg. 
from 8 to a 9, 9 to a 10, 10 to 11, 11 to out. But you're still in it. And you got a little bit of breathing room right now if you are a Clemson Tiger fan. Let's see. We've got Gus chiming in, and Gus followed the rules. He's got both scores. Gus is going. Mark, UNC, North Carolina, 82, Clemson, 79. And he's calling the upset shot. Ole Miss, 76, South Carolina, 73. All we need, your scores for tonight's games. If you hit one dead on and you're the first person to do so, you're hosting a segment of this show. See, Mark, the Text conversation right now. that yeah. we just had about Clemson and the way they're floundering coming down the stretch but still should be in the tournament is my biggest problem with the way the NCAA tournament is built. you got smaller conferences that are traditionally one-bid leagues. Why? Because somebody decided and just put them in a category of a one-bid league uh, that, may, that are having great seasons. James Madison is having a great season. App State is having a great season. Troy is having a great season. you got three really good teams in that conference, I'm not saying they are they are elite and that they would be, you know, top three in the standings in the SEC or the ACC if you put them there. But these are three really good basketball teams that only have one path to get in. They're not even being mentioned in the remote conversation of an at-large berth. And I think that's pathetic. And I think we're doing a disservice to the sport by by being so rigid on what we consider a one-bid league. You know, we we got a we got a Clemson who is struggling down the stretch, and they're locked, they're in, but you know you got an App State's having the best season that they've ever had, uh, or in the last twenty five years, and the answer is well, go win your tournament. If you don't, tough tough nuggies. Yeah, Diesel. I mean, look, based on how you and I define what the tournament should be, Clemson would be out, right? I mean, maybe a win over North Carolina gets them in, gets them back in, but they'd be out right now based on how you and I define what the tournament is supposed to be. Clemson is in 11th freaking place in the ACC right now. You mean to tell me that second place James Madison doesn't deserve to be in over 11, 11 seed Clemson? Right? Like, how does it even make any sense? The tournament is about the little guy. It's about the small schools. It's about the Cinderella. And I know, like for Clemson fans, you just want to know that your program is taking the next step. You want to see that. I get it. I understand. To you, that is embodied by a March Madness birth. But guys, like if you weren't a Clemson fan, would, if we just said, would you rather see the 11th place ACC team or James Madison, or like a Vermont, you know? Um, the second-place SOCON these... team, the, the second-place Sunbelt team, the second-place Conference USA team. Yeah, so what are we doing here? Why are we where we are? Um, so, guys, there you go. Um, what do you say we get your picks for tonight's game? Clemson and North Carolina – and South Carolina against Ole Miss. Give us your scores. You're the closest. You will get to host a segment of this show. By the way, um, what is your family's specialty for the Super Bowl? Diesel and I, I don't know what it is about like hosting together for three years and we're on the air together for 20 hours a day. We essentially gave you the same top five. Frito pie, seven-layer dip, barbecue ribs, baby back ribs, 
Buffalo Chicken Dip, and Little Smokies are my five favorite Super Bowl eats. What does your family do better than anybody else on the Super Bowl eats side? Three out of our and five were the same. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, I, know. I had buffalo and, chicken and, dip, cocktail weenies, and a chili cheese dip. And the only difference is that you mix in the Fritos with the chili cheese dip and you bake it. You a Fritos guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. That's good. Now, and, the, and, the, and beer? Yeah, and beer. beer and what the, else? The chili, the chili cheese uh, Fritos, though, have always had a weird flavor to me. Like, I'll eat them. I don't love them. Uh, but beer and uh, chicken tendies were my other two. Yeah, chicken tendies are great. You and I, just uh, in terms of the entree, you had chicken tendies. Do I have to say tendies? Uh, <laughs> I had uh, I had baby back ribs. But, yeah, Diesel, chili cheese uh, Fritos are for the lazy guys who won't make the dish themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, get the original, make it yourself. You'll be so much happier that you did. What is your family's specialty, my friends? Uh, we would love to hear just that. All right, what do you say we get to some audio from throughout the sports world today? We've got Roger Goodell addresses the policy of players gambling. You put out a memo this week reminding the teams of the gambling policies, but how do you make sure to protect the integrity of the game? Well, it's our number one objective. Uh, you know, when we're, this is true gambling and outside of gambling, right? The integrity of our game is critical. And so we spend a lot of time focusing on that, uh, educating, uh, making sure that all of our personnel um, are aware of our gambling policies in this case or any other policy that can affect the integrity of our game. So ultimately, that's our primary job. Uh, this week coming in here, we wanted to make sure not just the two teams, but every other club uh, will likely have representatives here. We wanted to make sure they understood it, our league staff and everyone else, so they understood exactly what the policies were. And they all understand the importance of it. We clarified our policy earlier this year, and it was to put the importance for our players that betting on NFL games or inside information or anything that would negatively impact the integrity of our game is absolutely off limits. Guys, uh, okay, Roger Goodell, I, I've listened to you. I listened to your spiel. Uh, now let's talk. <laughs> Let, let's, let's, have, let's have real talk right now. What's the last game you guys won big on? Like your last big win bet? What was it for you? You know, I heard enough from you, Roger, okay? <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, I've heard enough. But, I, I, you know, to me, guys, um, I did well in the college football playoff this year. I won big on Michigan over Alabama. I thought I was going to lose that one for a while. Also nailed Washington over Michigan. Bet on that game. And then I bet on Michigan over Washington in the national championship game. Well, Mark Ryan, what do you mean you bet on them? I just bet the money line. I just bet the money line. I understand I'm betting, you know, 100 bucks to win 30 I get it. Uh, because Michigan was the favorite, but that's what I bet. That's what I won. What's the last game that you bet big on? And do you guys think that is Roger Goodell going to be able to uphold this gambling policy, or is it just going to become so prevalent? It is, in other words, is gambling about to become like weed, you know, where it's like despite the authorities' best efforts to contain it, they realize in the end – they're fighting a losing battle and is busting somebody for weed 
really the best use of police resources? Okay, is busting somebody for gambling really the best use of resources? I think gambling is going down the weed road, you know, where it's like begrudgingly legal in a lot of states now, even in states where it's illegal. Diesel, I got to tell you this, man. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but like in our adjacent parking lot, that seems to be a lot where a lot of people do be up. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. You know, like, I don't know what the hell it is. Last night, it was happening. As we're walking to the car, a car pulls up right next to mine. And I got a six-year-old with me, Jackson. And I can tell right away, as we're walking to the car, what they pulled up there for. And I'm like, guys, this is awkward. You know, I got a six-year-old. Should have said, hey there, Jazz Cats. (laughs) Smoking the devil's lettuce. Why is our adjacent parking lot the place where like and i keep seeing that i just like i don't know what it is probably it's like the because the parking zone lot is right. mostly empty at night you know they, they realize that you know there's not a lot of people at the radio station at night there's a restaurant and a dentist office next door that are closed late at night so they just go there texter says mark uh, i smoke wings and then fry them i'll be right over texter texter wants to know mark are you asking what the super bowl snacks are to help you choose what parties to go to Texter, you have outed me. You have outed me. You have nailed it. Okay, I appreciate you. Do- I appreciate you. Na- no, I'm not really doing that. But maybe. Wink. No, I'm not. I'm not really doing that. Uh, let's see here. Roger Goodell here on the NFL's ratings and the impact of Taylor Swift. Both championship games, over 50 million viewers. What do you attribute that? those record-breaking numbers, too, and in all honesty, how much is it the Taylor Swift effect? (laughs) Um, I would tell you it's because of the great competition. Um, Listen, the competition has been off the charts this year. Um, We've had 70 games that I think 70% of our games have been within one score in the fourth quarter. Um, The the young stars, the older stars, the, the... amazing performances by teams you see all that that's what fans ultimately love having the taylor swift effect is also a positive listen they're both travis and taylor are wonderful young people they seem very happy she knows great entertainment and i think that's why she loves nfl football but i think it's great to have um have her a part of it uh obviously it it creates a buzz it creates uh another group of young fans particularly young women that um are interested in seeing why is she going to this game why is she interested in this game besides travis she's a football fan and i think that's great for us am i the only one that anytime roger goodell opens his mouth i think he's full of bleep every time he feels like such a corporate puppet you know he's just he's just spouting boo spit every single time he opens his mouth such a politician, man, uh, and and like kind of like a phony nice guy vibe. It kind of kind of feels to right. me, guys. If you had your dream halftime show, okay. If you're listening to us right now, I'm gonna ask you a salad, okay. Text us in who would be your dream halftime show act. Can be dead or alive, okay. I wasn't specifically talking about John Bon Jovi, but it can be one of dead or alive if you if you are so inclined. Who would be your dream Super Bowl act? Diesel, mine, Pearl Jam or Weezer? Okay, one of those two old school, 
Uh, give me the album. Give me the songs from Ten or Verses. I understand this is not the most popular. Probably this band is never popular enough to get selected. The only the most popular bands get get chosen. But though that would be my dream Super Bowl show. What say you? Yeah, to me it would be. Uh, it shocks me that they've never been invited, even when the Super Bowl was hosted in San Francisco a few years ago. Why hasn't Metallica played halftime show before? You know, bring out as yeah. many different musicians that you want to to join them for songs and do medleys and duets, whatever. Just bring Metallica out to do it, please. Like they were, they're 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 the most famous band to ever come out of San Francisco, and then they hosted the Super Bowl in San Francisco. And they got someone else to do the halftime show. <laughs> oh, Diesel, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at a text that just came in. Texter said, Mark's sister singing bikini clad would be my dream halftime show. I'm still waiting in the weeds if she becomes Miss. She becomes Miss. Uh, texter, she is engaged. Right now, my sister is. Uh, Bobby says, Mark, I'm taking North Carolina over Clemson 89 to 74. And I'm taking South Carolina over Ole Miss 69 to 67. Bobby's taking part in our challenge. Do you guys want to be a sports talk show host here on the Fan Upstate? Well, send us your scores. If you nail one of the stores, scores tonight and you're the first to do it, you'll be hosting a segment of the show this month. Texture says, Mark, Luke Bryan would be my dream halftime show. He did first week for years and puts on a great show. What does that mean, Diesel, first week? He did first week for years. You know what that means? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But uh, the, the Texter gave me a good idea. I'd really like to see Luke Combs do halftime show as well. Yeah. Uh, Texture says, Tenacious D, uh, Lord Huron or what is this, Diesel? The second one? Lord Huron or uh, I don't know what that what that is on the uh, on the text a, line a jai i don't know yeah i don't know who that is either dig up prince for a redo oh. <laughs> yeah, texter you sounded like edward rooney and ferris bueller just dig up the corpse roller old bones on over here come on man come i'm pretty on. sure one have of these some days respect we're gonna have you know a cgi or um you know a hologram of a famous person do the Super Bowl halftime show again. I, I really genuinely think that we're going to have that before long. Guys, my friends, it is time to go to Las Vegas where we're going to connect with Alex Gold, midday show host, uh, 610 Sports Kansas City, and he's going to give us the whole scene that is going on there and how did a lesser Chiefs team wind up here? That's next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Up State. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mark, I had a TikTok for all of about two days before I realized, man, I really hate this app. I really don't like this app. I don't want to be a part of this. And... The more and more I see of content that is coming from TikTok, I'm glad that I'm not on it because people are just ramping up the stupidity to get views. Now, this is going to gross you out, and it may hit even harder because you're on this diet where you can eat, you know, dirt and worms, and that's it. But a TikToker is doing what he's called the raw chicken experiment. He is eating raw chicken Every day until it makes him sick. Here he is talking about his challenge. Day 18, eating raw chicken every day till I get a tummy ache. I got to get on a flight in about one hour, so I'm just having a quick breakfast. Don't try this at home. When you get chicken stuck in your teeth, you can use one of nature's toothpicks. Today we're going to try some chicken wings. And I got this hot sauce. It's from Hot Ones, and it's usually the last one that they use. I might have made a mistake. Yeah, he also washes down his raw chicken with a cocktail glass filled with three raw eggs. And his nature's toothpick that he was talking about there, Mark, is the nail on a chicken foot. Dude, I'll go with uh, twigs and worms for the rest of my life. Thank you very much. I'm good. I'm good. Diesel, Diesel, listen, is that the dumbest thing you ever heard? Like, Piece together what he just said. Yeah. I eating raw chicken and in an hour i have a flight yeah you're gonna eat raw chicken an hour before you're flying you do you care at all for the other people on the plane no you, you don't care at yeah. all like this is literally diesel the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> he's talking about it a tummy ache a tummy ache bro you, salmonella comes up on you man You'd rather Ray Lewis come up on you than Salmonella come up. So come up on I, I've, this I is, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. This is really, really dumb, but I want you to judge whether this is dumber than another TikTok video that I saw that was a guy in his dorm room, college kid. He had two toasters in front of him on the table, and he had a fork in each hand. And my dude jams a fork into each toaster. And gets shocked hard as hell, as you would expect to happen. What's dumber? <laughs> the answer is yes. Diesel. Yes, they're both dumber. Yeah, the answer is yes. Uh, if you had to do one, which one would it would be? I would do the fork and the toaster before I would do the chicken. I don't know, what about you? man. Like, I think you can survive raw chicken. I don't think you, like, there's a very good chance that could stop your heart. Right? Like anybody who's listening right now, is there enough voltage in yeah. two toaster ovens or two? Excuse me, not toaster ovens, but two toasters to stop your heart? Uh, I'm gonna guess, Diesel, that I have a painful minute or two if I do the fork in the toaster. Okay, that's my guess. I've seen my si- my sister when we were young. Diesel had uh, salmonella from egg drop soup, and bro, my parents thought she was. My parents thought they were parents of one, uh, just me. While she was going through that, uh, that is not that is I, I like. For, and for what reason? Again, clicks, views, likes, harming yourself for that. 
Guys, I would, I'm the last person that would jump out of a plane. I've told you, shoot me in the head while we're going up to jump out of the plane. I'd rather have you do that because the result's going to be the same. I'd rather do that than eat raw chicken. What are we doing? Back tomorrow here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.